We're saying the right word, is Vaheguru. Your actual focus is not listening. It's not saying, well, what can happen is you start feeling dry and low. When you're trying to work out what's happened, uh, I took the prescription, but did we? The prescribed discipline, we didn't go by that. That now you can't expect to be blaming the doctor here that you messed up in the medicine that you've given me. Without that discipline, that disease, which is the calm, growth, lobe, mohankar, they continue to increase. And it's quite natural, isn't it? At that point to think, well, I'm doing all this. Guruji told me that like Keithan is the way forward in this world and you know, I'm a part, I, I do loads of Kirtan, but how comes it's not working? It's a mantra that we recite with faith because it's charged by the Guru and given to us. It's also wisdom when we're actually saying, wow, we're in a state of awe of that one. And also it's to remove the ego is to say the person that I'm in awe of is way beyond my little ego. That's why then it starts to work for us on its own and without the discipline, we've not disciplined than our mind and actually what you need to do is bring your surti which is your then focus and attention you need to bring it together with the medicine with the the name of god welcome to the japji sahib podcast in this episode we'll be going through the eighth stanza of guru nanak dev ji's bani so we'll be looking at what it actually means to listen. So throughout this actual episode, we'll come to learn about ourselves that are we really listening? What does it mean to listen? So let's go straight in. First, again, introducing our guest behind the camera, Preacharan Singh. So let's say a Fateh, Wai Guruji Ka Khalsa, Wai Guruji Ki Fateh. Wai Guruji Ka Khalsa, Wai Guruji Ki Fateh. Thank you so much for having me on. Looking forward to it. No problem. So if we go straight into the first Bhangati here, the first line, Guru Nanak Dev Ji saying to us, so this is one of four Bodhiya, four stanzas that Guru Nanak Dev Ji has dedicated to this Avastha, and Avastha means state. So when we say state, we're referring to when you kind of grow internally into this spiritual state. And this here, Gunanat Devji is saying Sunya. So that's what we're going to be focusing on. But let's just read out the first line. Yeah, Gunanat Devji is saying Sunya, said the Peer Surnath. So throughout these lines, there's going to be a pause after the first word, after the word sunir. And often, again, where the pronunciation is concerned here with this word as well, we, will, we do often find a lot of people not pronouncing it accurately and missing that pronunciation where the dulama are concerned. And then on the anana, there's actual sahari, so it's, it's sunir and you often hear things like Suniye, which would be a Bihari on the Nana, and then it'd be a Lam on the Ara. So here, it's Gunnar, they're just saying Suniye. So if we just focus on this word for a while, because the way it's spelt, because it would probably be easier and flow for us if we just said Suniye. And, uh, but here, 
why has it been spelled in this way? And do you think it was just to make it a bit difficult for us? <laughs> I'm sure it has some deeper meaning. Yeah, it's, well, it's quite simple in that sense. What what it's saying here is it's referring to through listening. And that's what the Dulama actually tell us. It's saying that so when somebody listens, and we're going to try and understand what that means to listen. And so it's saying through doing that, this is kind of the result and this is what you'll experience what you can experience what you can obtain where you can get to and so it just shows how profound this this task of listening actually is so sunia listening so there's hearing and then there's listening and what what do you think Bijan? would you class yourself as a good listener oh i don't know about that it's for the person that's uh, given the feedback to to say that really, but um, what I what I do know about listening, I think, is is that you're giving that in kind of a worldly sense. Is that hearing is just like the information's going in your head, mm-hmm. but to listen to something is to kind of absorb it and to um, take in that information or that wisdom, whatever. And then you know you can have something called active listening as well, where you get almost feedback as well to someone and say like, okay is this right what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is probably a bit more deeper than that. No, but we'd have to actually go through all these steps to get to that. Okay. And if we don't know these basic steps of listening, like you just said, you know, you've got the hearing, which is just the sounds that are actually going in mm. through our ear and then going into wherever they need to be processed and then becoming a part of our memory. So, yeah, it's important to understand all of that. And then the steps of, like you mentioned, active listening as well. So we know that it for us to actually be able to listen to someone, uh, there's a requirement of our focus. And so our attention and focus needs to be present for us to actually do the listening part. To hear somebody, we don't need to be focused. We could be just going in. We can hear sound. The sound is just there. It's happening. and But to listen to someone, our attention is required for us to be able to actually listen to what they are saying. And then, even if we're sit, sat here looking at each other face to face, still, it could be that whilst you're talking to me, I'm potentially not really that interested in what you're saying and because i'm trying to i'm trying to just focus on what i want to say to you so i'm hearing bits of what you're saying and but actually i've already worked out what i want to say to you so that again isn't actually listening and to be able to listen there's it requires humility and humility is like when you lower yourself and it's not like, it's not that you're looking down at that person now. You're in that state of humility. You're truly listening to them. And you're going to now base your response on what they've actually said. And after you've heard them and listened to them. right? So that's really important to understand. So I don't know if you've experienced that where you're listening to someone and but to be honest, I do I do find that you're a good listener unless you're actually busy setting up your equipment and then but then that's down to the other person as well to try and 
look at it's probably not the right time and because uh, at that time it is important for you to be focused on you know the work that you're doing all this equipment that you're setting up but other than that I, I do you know I do find unless like I said like everyone we're occupied but I think you do listen quite well but have you found yourself in that experience where you're actually just trying to you already know what you want to say of and, course yeah yeah it requires um effort yes to um take a step back and listen to it and also do it from a place of um non-judgment so that yes. you're trying to put yourself in their shoes you're trying to understand what they're saying because also they might be saying something but there might be something deeper from that and to try and understand them um and connect to the feeling behind the words that they're saying that and then totally and sorry then, that nod was to agree that yeah. wasn't saying no, <laughs> no. that was like yes <laughs> <laughs> um they say depending where you're from your nods can vary but That's right, you, know? yeah. you got this nod as yeah. well <laughs> yes so that that nod was in agreement yeah it was like that you can cut all of that out if you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they say you know when you look at negotiators that go out and actually negotiate with governments and world level leaders so they are actually trained isn't they're not you're not just listening just to the words but you're going even deeper and that requires then another level of attention because now you're tapping into energy now you're tapping into like you said the emotions and feelings these might be worldly examples but actually if you think about it like it's all in that sense just because we're not talking about something internal but even if we're talking about something external it's just as important because even this is all a part of why guru's game and connecting and communicating with each other as fellow human beings is another way to connect to that one so even if we're talking about the skills of listening to each other i feel is just you know as relevant because it, it, if we can learn how to do that then we can also learn how to connect inside having said that i think the even whilst you're focusing on the way you're listening to somebody else if you're if you become so ikagar which means focused single minded focused that you are more likely to to be in touch with that vaiguru from inside being in touch with that god communicating from with us from inside so it's kind of you know works because to do that to be able to really listen to someone you need all the gun you need the you, you, we spoke about there as well you know you didn't use the word but what you was describing was actually compassion you know so compassionate listening and these are things nowadays and actually so when we do that then we are connecting to god anyway you know and so if what what it means is that when i if i listen to you compassionately what i'm saying is that actually i'm concerned for your well-being that i actually care for your well-being so as i'm listening compassionately that compassion is saying that of course i want good for you that compassion is saying that yeah i don't want you to suffer anymore and so i'm going to listen to you even with more focus so that i can really connect to what you're saying and the more subtle my concentration becomes 
right? And um, or fine it becomes. I think that describes it better. The more fine my focus becomes in listening to you, the more I'll actually be able to read inside of you as well. And then I still wait because then you need patience as well. You need tiraj as well. So, you know, that's again, that's the last body of Siri Japabani. Guru Sahib Ji saying that, you know, the Sunyara, the actual goldsmith, if he's going to make an ornament, if he's going to make something, one that Sunyara represents is patience because it's so intricate the actual, you know, the work. Of, of a goldsmith putting these little, making these little links in these chains and how fine that work is. And so it takes that patience as well. And once I've got all of those together and away at the end of it, then I can, I can again with that compassion ask you, you know, what I read inside as well. And, you know, you can then bring that out, bring that forward. And you'll often find that you're not really off the mark. You, this isn't assumption. Assumption is different. Assumption is you're stuck in your own fears. You're you're working from a place of lack and you're thinking that, oh, you know, I bet you they're thinking this about me. That's different. Huh? So I think even at that point, you know, I think... <laughs> these conversations here that we're having are so that we can start practicing these things in our life. You know, even at this point, I think just after this conversation itself now, I think it, it should hopefully help me more. And even though like, it's not that I've not thought about these things, I've not contemplated these things, but it's a reminder. What we're doing now is we're having a chat. So it's a reminder to myself as well. And I think just having this chat, hopefully the next conversation I have with somebody, I'll be able to utilize some of those qualities. And yeah. All right. So if we now move on to the next part of Sonia here, because the way we've translated this is, is not this translation hasn't come randomly, not just what we've, you know, this through listening to the one's name. This is a translation that has been used by Fridkotika. It's a translation that has been used by Taksal as well. Yeah, so they all saying that Nam Nusunan De Nal by listening to the name. So but again, what does that even mean? Like listening what does it mean to listen to the name? And the first step of listening to the name is when we do the practice of Jap, which is when you do, when you recite God's name, and that's referred to as Bakri Bani, which is out loud. Yeah. And even if you just take that as a practice that we've been given, so as Sikhs, this is like one of the utmost things that we've been given as a way to connect to God, which is the path of Nam Japana. So if I just say Nam on its own, that is fully loaded because that means more than just Japana. So it's good to add on the Japana to it. So the Japana part is actually when you recite something. 
So even if we start, let's just start there. That's the first stage. Is we just say when we're saying out the word Vaheguru, Vaheguru, Vaheguru. When we're saying out that word, it, we can just say where we're not focused on it. We can just say when we're not actually listening to it. Yeah. And we all know that I can be saying the word Vaheguru, but I can be thinking of other things. I could be definitely visiting other places within myself. I, I'm sure I've experienced that. And I'm sure 99% people out there experience that. 100%. And then yeah. a bunk that comes to mind, I hope it's relevant and you can do with Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, where Guruji says, Ravani Sonia Rasanaga, yeah, heard that, yeah, yeah. Soy. This is perfect. Like, you know, um, there's no way I could have thought this up on my own. And that's why they say that, it, you know, what we're doing essentially now is Sangat, isn't it? So um, let's have a look. Saravani Suniye. Listen, you know, use your ears to listen here. And then, well, you know, obviously it's here. And, but Guru Sahib is taking us deeper than that, you know. Obviously, yes, with our ears we listen, but it, this is talking about actual listening, which is with our focus, where our Tian is, because this is now all about Tian. It's all about what we are focused on, because that is what is going to get the fun. Yeah. So, Sarvani Sunye Rasana Gaye. So, we could be singing with our tongue, but then that, that is one stage. Right, but the actual, the, the whole thing of it, the essence of it is if we're focused on it, if we're listening to it. Sui. Sui here is referring to that one. And Hirde is our heart and Tiyaya is meditating. So it's about meditating from our heart on that one through listening, whatever we are singing. Yeah. And even now, I think yeah, we can we can look at this now. If we look at the word Vahiguru, and I was contemplating this with the Sangat a few days ago on Sunday, that just the word Vahiguru itself, it's like an all-encompassing mantra. So what do I mean by that? So if we take out a Pangati now, I think the Pangati that Vaho Vaho Kartnya Rana Sukhvihai, this is by Guru Amar Dasji, and uh, taken from the experience. It, it's the expression of being in awe of Va. And that's the, obviously the Guru Mantra that Guru Sahib has given us is Vaheguru. So what do we mean that it's all encompassing this one mantra is? So if you think about it, if you're truly saying it, so now say, now use this now to the Suraniya. So we're singing what? Say in this instance here, it's just the word Vaheguru. So we're singing Vaheguru like Vaheguru, Vaheguru, Bhakti Bani out loud, right? And then... Va in itself as an expression is this, it's actually gratitude as well. It's automatic recognition of, you know, of, a, of being in a state of gratitude because you're in awe of that one, of that creator, that creator's creation. And so you're grateful for that, that you are in awe of. So... It's just an automatic, like, thank you, being in gratitude. Yeah. And it's an expression of awe when you're just like, wow. Yeah. And so you've got the wow there. 
you've got the gratitude there as well. And va is also an expression of being in love. Because according to Guru Granth Sahib Ji, being in love is that no matter what is going on, that you're not complaining. And that you are still, you are still, you're still stable. You're not, like, you're, you don't alter. And that's what, that's what Guru Granth Sahib Ji described as being in love. So if you look at this here, Guru Angad Dev Ji is saying that Change Changa Kar Manne. Manne is like, so what's being said here is that when something good is happening, yeah, what I perceive to be good. So if I, I've kind of, in my head, I've said like this thing that is happening in life or with me, right? This is good. And that is my own perception. Yeah. And then, but I, because I perceive that to be good, what do I say? Changa karmane. I accept that to be good. And what that is saying is deeper than that. It's saying that, I'm saying that God is good. And what God is doing here is good. But then it says that manda manda hoi. It's saying that what I perceive to be bad, then I'm saying, oh, that was terrible. That was bad. What it's actually saying here is I'm pointing a finger at God to say that's bad. Yeah, it's not that I'm looking at the actual situation and people and looking at that. Well, when people get caught up in the egos, then they end up in this state and end up doing these things. But I'm actually now pointing at God instead. I'm not looking at how it works or how people resist God. They get caught in their egos and then they create all of this whatever they create, but I'm actually now, I'm, look, I'm going straight to God and saying, nah, this is terrible what you're doing. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah. Guru Angad Dev Ji said that, that this isn't love, where's the Pankti, where's the Ashiki, and you can't call that person a lover. A lover is somebody that is constantly in love, that never comes out of love. Yeah. And, if you're caught up in this whole account system, yeah, ooh, like so literally imagine you could be on this crazy roller coaster ride. You're on this like literally like you're on this like like that seesaw just up down, up down. Is that what they call them? You're literally sitting on one of those because you have a good morning, yeah, sun's out and you think, oh wow, you know, God, you smashed it. Like this is amazing what you like. And then you know, somebody cuts you up in the car and then, you know, they, they swear at you and you think, that's bad, man. Like, why are you doing this to me for? Remember, you're, you're not looking at that person that they are caught up in whatever they are caught up. It's because of each other's egos. We've gone straight to God and say, like, this is bad. Why would you do that to me? Gurunga Dev just saying, that's not love. Yeah. And then how many times do we do that in a day? Right, so like we're literally like this, doo, 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 you know, like on that seesaw, just up and down. Guru Sahib says, nah, 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 that like that's not you're not in love now, you know. So if we now if we go back to the Bhangti that you know we were looking at, um, so we're talking about here like Gaviye, and when we're saying Vaheguru, it's all of that in one. Yeah, we're in awe of that one all the time. Yeah, and we're constantly in the state of gratitude. We're constantly saying, "You're wow," and that would be then actually listening 
to it when we're saying it. There's some real sustenance behind it. Like, you know, we need there's some power behind it when we're saying it. And that's why there's times when where we end up in this state of mechanical repetition. We don't connect to it. There's no sustenance behind it. We're saying the right word. Yeah. The word is being said is Vaiguru. But the thoughts could be that you're terrible. Saying to God. That could happen. You could actually be, because you get used to, to saying it. You know, it's a process of the body. It's being said again and again. It's going on inside. Right? And uh, you just go, you sit in there, but your actual focus, the Tian, is not listening. It's not saying wow. Right? It, your Tian is saying that, you God, you, you're quite bad and that yeah. you've done this. And then what can happen is you start feeling dry and low. You're feeling dry and low and you're trying to work out what's happened. Uh, I took the prescription. But did we? Yeah. We've taken half of it. You want to find the Pai Gurdasti one? Yeah. Um, I, I can remember the part where the half the Pangati is in Nitta Roga Vadanda. So if we look at this line by Pai Gurdasti now, it just gives this amazing kind of description of what we're talking about. It's saying, Ave Vad Kar. So if this pretty, like, you know, Sovad here means this Vad, this physician, this doctor, He's pretty clued up. Uh, he's, he's a wise doctor. Um, Daru Dase gives us the, prescribes us the medicine, Daru's the medicine, Rog Lahanda, which is supposed to be removing our medicine, uh, oh, removing our disease, right? And then, but Pai Gurdashti says, what happens in, what, what's happened now is that Sanjam Rahena Kaye Pathe. So we were supposed to remain in Sanjam. Sanjam means there were certain things that there were certain disciplines that we were supposed to be taking in our life. There's certain precautions, right? So, but the, the prescribed discipline, we didn't, we didn't go by that. Sanjam rahena kai pat. Khatta, mitha, sau, chakanda. That's always a bit of a difficult one, the khatta, right? <laughs> so, because that's a tank, I think you say khatta, yeah? Khatta, mitha, sau, chakanda. And here they're saying, the example that's been used is now, they decide to keep eating sweet and sour things. So this could be that the medicine was given to them, potentially for a cough or some the stomach's playing up or something. But they continue to eat that, right? But then what, then... By Gurdashti says, Doshna da daru vadanu, that now you can't expect to be blaming the doctor here. Yeah. Dosh means blaming. Doshna daru vadanu. You can't say to the vad to the doctor that you've messed up in the medicine that you've given me. Without that discipline, that rogue, that disease, whatever we we have got, and the disease of whatever stems from our ego, which is the calm, grod, lob, mohankar, right? So, which is the anger, the greed, and all of those that come from the ego, 
they continue to increase. And it's quite natural, isn't it? At that point to think, well, I'm doing all this. Like, you know, Guruji told me that like Kirtan is the way forward in this world. And, you know, I'm a part, I, I do loads of Kirtan. But, you know, the Guru told me like that Naam Sarva Roka Oka the Naam. That, you know, of course, like that, that Naam is the, is the medicine for all diseases. And, but how come this is not working? And I'm sure so many of us will be able to relate to that. If we just look at this Pankti now, Har Har Naam Aukhad Mukhdeva Kate Jamaki Fanda, that the Naam here, the medicine here is Har Har Naam, is the name of God. And then it's given to us Mukhdeva. Like if you think about, like, you know, when a medicine is given to you through you, you know, and, and literally that's what happens, isn't it? Like the, the, the Panj Pyare, or at that time, the Guru themselves would be just literally like tr transferring that mantra into you and for you to then continue, you know, see, the thing is that the, the other thing that's important to look at is it's not just a mantra, like where... Yeah, it's a fully loaded mantra. It's like charged by the guru. But it's not... And, and I, I did... I got to meet a gurmak once about six, seven years ago in, in, in Amritsar Sahib. And this gurmak said something amazing to me. He said, look, he goes, when we... He goes, when we take something from the guru and it be Bani, be the mantras that the guru has given us. And he goes... If we look at it only as a mantra, and what he meant by that was, like, you know, th this is a word that's charged by the Guru, I'm just going to say, right, and we expect, we carry on otherwise, like we spoke about, our mind could be wandering, could be thinking about how bad God is, or whatever, or, or something, Let, let's take a, a lighter example, which is more probably relatable example, is that, you know, you're still kind of, cursing somebody within your own mind yeah and then we're thinking well this isn't work and all of that and he's and this gurmak said to me which i thought and i feel that is so so such an important kind of takeaway message for for me it was anyway that time and, and it might be for others and he goes so look at it like this he says look at it as that it's a half month or something something that you just recite again and again and again he goes but it's half then look at it as half wisdom just a way of, you know, describing it, you know, some people might not relate to the half-half thing, but it's just a way of trying to understand something. And he goes, look at it as half-wisdom. He goes, it's mantar and gyan, right? He goes, when you get the two just right, he goes, then you'll see the magic happen. So, like we said, it's a mantra that we recite with faith, because it's charged by the Guru and given to us. But then, it's also gyan, it's also wisdom which is we, we've got to when we're actually saying wow saying we're we're in a state of awe of that one and the fourth thing i named three things before that it, it's it's gratitude it's you know um where you're in a state of awe and also it's to remove the ego is to say the person that i'm in awe of is way beyond my little ego so you're connecting to the name, right? And that's why then it starts to work for us. Because Bhai Gurdashti said, 
on its own without the sanjam, without the discipline, right? So we've not disciplined then our mind. And, I, and, I, and, and if we had an even more open conversation, you know, some people will say to us, yeah, but just keep doing it and you'll be fine. It reminds me of a Bhangti you've done Qatav many times mm-hmm. uh, from Siri and Ansaib. Okay. Um, har har kare rasna kachu na jani. Yeah. And, and you're perfect. We can leave that on for a while. And because we do hear that, don't we? We hear people say, just keep going. Just keep blasting it out. I'm not saying that's wrong because I have no authority. But what I'm saying is like, that is true. But then I think maybe in today's age, because we're, because our minds are becoming more and more scattered, because we're putting so much information into our brains from social media, from everywhere. Like, and, and I just think then when we say that to someone, we need to say a bit more with it. Yeah, it's... On its own isn't enough It might work for some people But I think not necessarily for everyone So with that you have to say Oh by the way be careful what you're thinking about as well Yeah And because you don't forget You are gonna get the fruit for that as well And actually what you need to do is bring your surti Which is your then focus and attention you need to bring it together with the medicine, with the, the name of God. Because really, it won't even become the name of God for you. Yeah. And, and so in this way, when we start listening to what we are saying, the Nam, and what will happen is the more fine our then focus and concentration starts to become it's out loud and then even when you're saying it quietly inside the mantra your your focus becomes even more concentrated your dhyan and then as it goes deeper and deeper inside of you it goes even more focused your concentration it gets more and more subtle but it takes you to a point where it's going so deep inside and becoming so subtle that it takes you to that one that has no name. Because this is a journey from name to no name. This is a journey from that, you know, Jap Manasatanam, like you're, you're reciting that one's name. But eventually you're getting to that one that is literally like Namastanganamme. And I don't know if you'll be able to find that now because you'll need to pair it up with something else. Now, uh, I don't know if I can um, remember it from there. Oh, you can. Um, amazing. Shabbat OS is such a good app for mm-hmm. finding Gurbani, just by the way. <laughs> mm, how did you do that? I literally typed in Nanan um, Era. Okay. And it, and it came up. Mm. Because the algorithm on this app, mm. it, it, it tries to prioritize what you're trying to look for. Oh, wow. So um, just a shout out to the Shabadoas team. That, amazing, that, amazing. You know, provide these transitions for us. Amazing. So we might be saying that one's name, but that one actually is beyond name. And as we're saying it, as, we, as that name and our focus is becoming more and more subtle, it's actually taking us to where we end up bowing down to Namastang Aname. Mm. 
And that is actually what we refer to as satanam, which is just the, where you go to that place of truth beyond your identities. When you go beyond your identities and ego, then there's that one inside that where there's just, it's, it, we could call it pure intelligence, which is like the, the ego side of us, Maharaj refers to when we're stuck in our ego, calls that, like you could, you're a fool when you're stuck in that. Yeah. And then Maharaj says, but then that when you get to that one, then it's all knowing intelligence. And the Pankti is? Gurkimat. No? Or the other one from Guru Arjan Dev Ji Shabad, where Guru Arjan Dev Ji is saying that. Hamurak? Yes. I just wanted you to say it. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. the hum here is the ego, the ego that thinks I know it all, that thinks it can comprehend the whole existence of this creation. But actually, it's when we go beyond the ego when we can comprehend it. And be in it and know it. Hamamurak, but tumachaturasiyane, you are so wise and all know to sarbakalaka gyata. You are the knower of everything. Yeah. So when we go, well, we could look look at that, we just start from that. Vahiguru, Vahiguru, but it so it goes so fine inside of us that it takes us to a place where that one exists that all knowing one exists and then we're in touch with that now we're in touch with that all knowing intelligence yeah this is a deeper just knowing of how to go about in life yeah you still need your your buddhi your um, um, intellect to be able to work out how to do certain things yeah how to put this mic together, how to wire it up. Uh, this isn't what we're talking about here, the knowing. This knowing is, it will literally tell you of how to be. Yeah, you'll be in your natural state. There'll be this guidance. And, and, and let's take an example. The more we get in touch with that, as we're about to get caught in our ego, as we get caught in our ego and we start resisting God, yeah, it'll communicate with us. There'll be this, this inner knowing and saying that, no, 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 not this way. Imagine you're on a smooth path. The road is tarmacked, beautiful, you know, you're in your car and you're like, yes, I can, I can put my foot down, test the road, this is next level. Probably experienced that, right? Of like when, when they put a new like layer down of tarmac, and you're thinking, "Yes, this is, road is smooth." Yeah. And when you're in communication with that inner knowing, that that pure intelligence, and you're listening, it's like life is like being on that smooth tarmac, driving on that. Life is like that all the time. And then imagine, like you kind of start to your focus now starts to wander off, yeah, and it starts to wander off and not on the road now, and you didn't even realize, and you've, start, and you've started to go off the road. Nowadays on, in, in, um, 
England, you've got the motorways in the UK, you've got the motorways and you have those like studs on the side. So literally you go dig, 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 and you like, and you know, you've gone off track. He's like, yo, come back. And if you haven't got those, it'll, if you've gone off track, it'll be something like, so imagine now you're walking and you go off a smooth path. And you end up in a place where it's just full of thorns and they're now starting to hurt you. You're starting to bleed. And that's what it is. Most of us, I shouldn't say that because, you know, I shouldn't be negative. There's plenty of us, let's put it that way, that are just, that's become our, that's become our normal, our norm our default we're actually we're in the thorns most of the time and um and then every so often we come back from the smooth path we think yo this is amazing yeah but most of the time we stay in the thorns so like they've almost become like we've become kind of accustomed to them it's like yeah this isn't this life yeah, but only when you get a taster of you come onto that smooth road and you think, wow, this is amazing on the feet. Yeah. So that's the listening we're talking about. Is when you start, the, the muruk is when you go off and you start getting prickled by these thorns. And, and those thorns is the moment you, you give yourself permission to hate on someone. To dislike someone. Because we have made it so okay in today's society to dislike someone. We're, we're just in the thorns most of the day. We've become okay with them. Yeah. That means we're not listening anymore. Yeah. And listening would be that, oh my God, like this is like getting to me. But how do you know that if you're just in it all the time? And the only way is when you see another good muk that's just living, or you, or you see somebody else, another human being that's living in love all the time, and you start to think that, oh, I'm not there. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Can I have one of them, please? <laughs> <laughs> and or you have a taste of it somehow, and you think, oh my God, I've been living there. Yeah, this is better. And then you start doing everything to go there and that, and you have to listen deep inside to know how to stay there then. You st and life starts to become like that where you start to listen to everything. This listening doesn't just stop there then. When you learn the art of listening, you don't, need to read a hundred books to know how much water to drink anymore. You don't need to ask your doctor, is it, is it two liters I need to drink? It doesn't work like that. Everybody is unique, but similar. So we might need around about this, that mark. Yeah. But you can't just mark it like that. When you become in tune with that, knowing you can literally, you'll just, you'll be able to close your eyes and you'll just know, I need about this much, or I need about that much. Yeah. And it's difficult sometimes to kind of grasp this, but 
until you start experiencing that in your life. Most people don't know how much to eat because they're not listening. Yeah, because they're scattered and the mind's not there. So listening is actually now going to go into everything in our life. Yeah, you'll know if you're focused and you're listening to the point where this, some people might just think, oh, right, this has gone a bit la-la now. But if you really learn the art of listening, you'll be able to listen to that piece of food if it's going to even sit right with you or not. Like, there's this deeper aliveness within everything. And because remember, everything is within the tregun, that we, you know, the three qualities that everything's made up of. So even food, certain food, it has a more predominant quality within it. And when you're in tune, you'll just know which one, how this is going to fit, how this is going to sit with me. Yeah, you won't need to go to Google at that point. And this is what how the Sids and the Yogis and, you know, so many of these meditators lived. And then you'll know how much to eat of it as well, because you're listening. There's this deep inner listening. Like you could just do it on a basic level, where you just actually focused on how your stomach feels. You're listening to your stomach. Yeah, but most of the time we're like, like tapping away, eating away. Like, did I eat? I think so. You know, um, have I eaten enough? I think so. Did I overeat? I don't know. Yeah. And then you, you think I'll have a bit more. Because you didn't acknowledge it. Yeah. So then you end up overeating. But you don't realize then it's only afterwards when you realize that actually I've been putting on weight or, you know, and, and then these kind of things start to happen to us. And that's why Maharaji says that that type of living, Maharaji Singh is, is cursed. What's the Pangati? It's Kabirji, isn't it? It's actually Guru Nanak Dev Ji's fit Aveha Jeevya. It's Guru Nanak Dev Ji, you know, and... If we say this to someone today in the way society has become, they'll say that it's actually not um, appropriate to say that today. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? If we were to say this to someone today, they'll say that's not appropriate. They say you can't say that. But Guru Granth Sahib Ji says all sorts. Yeah, This is timeless. It's not inappropriate if Guru Sahib is saying it. Yeah, and the translation is off here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and uh, something hopefully will fix, but it's it's really off. If we just look at the the way that it's worded here, if we just look at the Punjabi, right? It's fit aveha jivya. That living, that ehaja, this type of living is fit is just cursed, right? Jet khaye vadaya pet. Upon that eating, where you are just vadaya, basically have increased the size of your stomach. That's what they're actually saying. Not that you, because somebody could say, well, that's not too bad if you kind of eat to fill your belly. Yeah, because, but that's not what it's saying. This is actually saying you've eaten and then you're just, and your stomach is growing bigger and bigger. 
what we know today one of the they say the one of the main things to look out for even diabetes to um prevent diabetes today is 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 your waistline not to ha- have too much weight around your waist yeah and that is one of the actual um the the causes and the factors that are contributing towards becoming diabetic Go, going back to where we actually initially started <clears throat> which was just how to or what it means to listen to someone else and in that situation uh, you're not listening to your own thoughts or your own desires or your own um intention of what you're going to say um it can start there but you know you could directly connect that to when you're listening to Waigruji, when you're listening to the creation when you're listening to um that intuition it all connects and when you listen to nam in that way intuitively then then you're not in the thorns you're on that clear path and and, yes. it, and it brought the spunky to mind which again you've done ujjar of many times that what about that person that doesn't know that there's a, a clear path that there's and they, they they think the thought the thorns is are, are normal um 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 what do they do um and and the the pankti is you know hum andle and bikha bikhate kyon challa gurjali you just stuck in the thorns you, you you're blind to it i mean or you could be deaf to it you could use that example you know and and there's another das there isn't there again like we say mm. in so many episodes of like okay you know we spent a good hour and hour almost speaking about just the first a cut of this body but it's all going to connect to the next four isn't it yeah definitely um and and through listening you know that that's that's where the magic's going to happen for us and it's mm-hmm. the start of that journey isn't it because there's the, also then the the next four body on which which we're going to which you're going to you know explain and mm. and share um but in that place where you're in the thorns you know you have to sometimes connect and and ask So I'm just listening I was trying to listen really like mm. you know intentively to what you were saying um you said say if you don't know then you can't do a das can you that's right and we kind of answered that before and so if you just focus on that part say if you don't know mm. what we said about that is that because maharaj ji say anjanat bikya maharaja Mm. because jay janat up and up bacha like if you knew you would save yourself because you'd rather not have them hating you because you might you don't even realize you know the thorns you'd rather not have them hating you if you knew then you would save yourself this is what guru arjan dev ji saying here because it's not as simple as that you've got a few cuts on your feet it's it could be as bad as that a thorn actually gets inside of you and it starts to travel and poison your blood yeah that's the damage it can do and but so if you're on the janat and the truth is the only way you can then n- know is through awareness and that awareness will come through different ways so remember we said one of the ways is you might see somebody living in a much better place internally and you're thinking oh wow like you can live like that too like you don't hate on anyone like you're constantly just happy and blossoming and um that's one way unfortunately 
what is the more common way when you end up in a really, really bad place, when you get to that tipping edge, or sometimes you end up even just over the edge where you have a, a mental breakdown, where you then that makes you think, what have I been doing to get here? Because I didn't even, like, I don't even get it. How have I ended up here? I've obviously been doing something, resisting God to get here. Or it might not be as bad as a mental breakdown, but it's just when you're in a not a good place yeah, and you are now really, really suffering, you know, um, that's the... Uh, happens like that for a, a lot of people It'd be great if we didn't but that's why uh, the guru talks about because it's not the only way by the way yeah it's not the only way but it's become the way for so many so now if we look at this this should make a lot more sense now yeah so Remember the Naam Japanai is a method to get to the Naam, right? To who is referred to as the Naam Me, and uh, the where there's just no me, and you're in touch with that one beyond all your layers of ego, and it's communicating, and you're just working from that place. That is like Naam, as the as the essence of Naam. Naam Japanai is a way to get there. So. Here now Guru Sahib Ji is saying Sunaya Siddh Peer Surnat. So through listening, like people that saw themselves to just be some any old kind of ordinary person getting on with their life, and then they would look at these certain people, they'd look at these Siddhs, they'd look at these people that have got all these spiritual powers, and they look at, you know, people that have Apirs that are leaders, spiritual leaders, and the sur, and then they've heard about these gods and the the, the deities, the powers that they have, and the nath, the these great yogis, and you just think, oh, like that's just like way I don't, you can't even kind of comprehend it. But here, Guru Sahib is saying, actually, Sonia, when you master this art of listening to that. To God's name, like the one, the actual God communicating with you from inside, then they say that you end up with that the status. You obtain the status of these people. Like, you know, there's. It's not that. Oh my God! Like they've got all of those powers. It's not like that. You get those powers, yeah. Because that's not what we're chasing here. But you are of that status. Is what Guru Sahib is saying here. Then, Sunaya Tarta Tawal Akash. Some of these, even for myself, I, at the moment, because of my, I'm not there, it, they're hard to relate to. But what Guru Sahib is saying here, Tarta here is obviously the earth, Akash is the sky. Tawal is actually a bull, but in this context, it's referring to the support. Um, and so what it's saying is that no longer do you have, you have to kind of go by and believe all these mythical stories. Oh, this is how the world is 
kind of you know working and it's 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 standing and this is what's supporting the the earth and this is how the sky is uh, the way it is like no longer do you have to try and believe these stories when you go so deep inside you actually come to know the secrets of how this earth is actually working and is what it is and how god is actually supporting it and making it work and the laws behind it and how it's all kind of functioning you come to know of all of that knowledge and this is obviously somewhere where guru nanak dev ji is just there and guru nanak dev ji is is all knowing and just knows how it's all functioning and working and then sunaya deep low patal so deep can be translated to kind of the split of the earth like the way kind of the continents and we've spoke about that before and then low are the worlds and then patal are the nether regions so here again guru sahib ji is saying that through that deep listening to the that one's name is that you come to know and you, and have knowledge of all the continents of how this all comes about and how the world how this earth is divided and of all these other worlds and realms the subtle worlds and or even the physical ones and the other planets and the patal what is even below this earth and you just come to know of these things internally again something not something i can relate to you know but it's it, you know we're here to just trans, we're translating and this is this is first hand knowledge for gunanand dev ji you know and then sunaya pohana sakay kaal here gunanand dev ji saying that when through this deep listening pohi means to touch and they're saying that god here death cannot touch you why is it that death cannot touch you now because god is still a name it's still a a quality of god that destroys something cuz through that deep listening you've gone so deep you've gone beyond all the layers of name and you've gone beyond all the layers of these three qualities that make up this creation you're now connected to the source yeah in at the source there is no such thing as death so there's nothing there to touch you yeah. and then guru sahib ji says nanak short pause bhagatan longer pause sada vigas so it's saying here that guru nanak dev ji is saying that bhagatan those that those devotees that are now working from that place where they are constantly listening meaning they there's no way they go to the thorns they know there's no way they go to the jealousy there's no way they go to those places and so for that reason they're in sadavigas are in this constant state of blossom it's spring for them all the time nanak tinab basant hai jin kar vasya kant nanak tinab basant hai so for them it's always basant it's always spring there's nothing to be down about because they always listening eh nanak 
ਭਗਤਾਂ ਸਦਾ ਵਿਗਾਸ ਸੁਣਿਆ ਦੁੱਖ ਪਾਪ ਕਾ ਨਾਸ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਗੋ ਇਨਟੂ ਦਿਸ ਡੀਪ ਹੈ ਇਨ ਦ ਫਲੋਇੰਗ ਸੈਸ਼ਨਸ ਵੈਨ ਯੂ ਲਿਸਨ ਸਮਥਿੰਗ ਇਜ਼ ਡਿਸਟਰੋਇਡ ਨਾਸ਼ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਦ ਸਫਰਿੰਗ ਦੈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਕੋਜ਼ਡ ਬਾਈ ਦ ਪਾਪ ਦ ਸਫਰਿੰਗ ਦੈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਕੋਜ਼ਡ ਬਾਈ ਅਸ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਅਵੇ ਫਰਮ ਗੋਡ ਯਾ which is the pop and that is all destroyed when you listen you don't go there anymore you just don't go towards hate anymore all that is destroyed that's what was causing the suffering that's where all our problems were coming from we're using one example hate you know and whichever one you can relate to hopefully <laughs> you shouldn't be able to but um truth is there's probably so many <laughs> <laughs> you can relate to <laughs> you know yeah um but yeah so that 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 is listening so is there any words you would like to share as we finish off or i just thank you so much as the, these these body hours a bit deep, they're quite deep yeah and yeah. Uh, face value it's it's strange just seeing listening 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 so yeah i thank you for shedding light on it Oh, it's amazing. Um and obviously like we I personally can't relate to it all because like you know I, I I'm nowhere near in just having an inner knowing of all these worlds and realms like that guru sub knows of but we're just sharing like what guru is saying the guru has experienced and where you can get to. So thank you Sangaji for joining us on this journey. Let's see if we can um just start as a starting point when we have a conversation with someone it's if you can really listen to them and not be all calculative and trying to work out what i've got to say to top and better them in what they are saying or you know let's just try and listen and listen deep in between the lines as well tap into their emotions and energy and really kind of let them know that we were listening compassionately through our actions through our response why guru ji ka khalsa why guru ji ki fateh if you enjoyed this video please like comment share and subscribe please donate it helps spread guru ji's message link is in the description below why guru ji ka khalsa why guru ji ki fateh why guru